What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Gage, and he is with Sonoran Sun Painting, and we are back talking about what his next steps are. So the first Business Breakthrough is about him changing his mindset, getting out of the production, okay? And, you know, I hear this a lot. It's like, okay, I'm out of production. What now? Um, so that's what this conversation was about. It's like, okay, what do, I, what do you do now? And I think the mindset is, okay, now I got to sell, 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 sell. But uh, what we talked about here was really about perfecting the system, getting the foundation right, making sure that you are prepared to sell and can handle sales with a, with a stronger production. So we dove into a little bit of production, uh, just a really great all-around uh, session that I think you will get benefit from. And it starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? I'm back with Gage. Uh, we're here with Sonoran Sun Painting. This is our second business breakthrough. So uh, really just wanted to touch base with you, man, and see uh, where things have happened, what's been going on since last time we chat. Uh, yeah, so um, since actually the last time we spoke, I was more, I was still running the jobs, like on the job every day, kind of doing everything like that. And uh, a big reason why I kind of wanted to do this again and talk to you and kind of go through it was because now I'm kind of another step up in the business. Nice. And now, uh, you know, I not really touching paint i'm not touching a paintbrush i'm not touching yeah you look kind of clean today bro what's yeah, today yeah. friday i don't see any paint on you yeah i know nice. I got, the, got the nice shirt on nice yeah, shirt on um, cool yeah so it's it's kind of uh it's cool it's a it's a weird transition but for it's been about three weeks since the actual transition has been made but i got a couple more guys that you know were more qualified to to uh, be left alone and, and be trusted and everything like that so now I have like kind of two crews of I uh, kind of has been varying but it's basically five guys and I'll have you know a crew of two and a crew of three yeah. depending on which job's a little bigger and but just with that uh, you know we've been doubling up on on jobs completed and I'm not even on the jobs and it's 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 crazy it's it's been Huge. a yeah, a big, a big jump. Huge. I love it. I love good. it. So you initially, I think when we talked, you were still painting, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. And then you, uh, you know, we kind of discussed a little bit about maybe putting some people in the right positions. Did you find those right people or were they people that you already had that you decided yeah. to elevate? So how did that work out? Yeah. So it was actually, um, I added on, uh, somebody I used to know from back in the day, I used to work with them and he's been painting for the entirety of that time. So he's real skilled, kind of put him into play to lead another crew of, of a little less experience, like kind of a prepper master kind of guy. And uh, and then my other guy that was kind of my main guy before under me, I kind of gave him that kind of leadership role and said, like, if this is what you want, if you want to, you know, like kind of take over this crew, then that way, you know, we can start building that and it, that responsibility kind of like, you know, put him into play. And I was nervous because he's never really been like on his own like that before, but now he's, he's, he's doing great. He's 
yeah really putting in that extra effort wow. and stuff yeah awesome dude so and that frees you because you know ultimately you pretty much and, and i just emphasize this because it's so important because what you're going to do as you continue to grow is just duplicate exactly what you just did and right. you put somebody in a position of leadership i'm sure you guys have a great relationship you're pretty much hands off you're letting him run the job does he have a couple guys that are working underneath him uh yeah so uh pretty much i have him and two other guys uh a decently experienced guy and then kind of like our, our master yeah. helper and nice. um and then uh on the other crew i have the, Wait, did you, you say know, there's a there's a master helper masker like, uh, uh, I was like about a, to say, dude, what level did he have to achieve to hit the master, yeah, the master helper? Bran like? Branching out all the levels. <laughs> That's yeah. funny, man. He just like, he just preps things like the, yeah. the fastest. Does it, does it so good. He does I love the, the uh, I love going up the ladder from like beginner helper to master helper. Now that was funny. So, so cool. All right. I love it. So you got this crew together. So um, so what is like, so what's an area right now where you're like, man, like, I don't really know what that next step looks like, or I think I know what the next step is. I just want to get some clarification on or help me like, which one, <laughs> I guess, I guess like right now I'm kind of, I, I like scaled up the hill a little bit, but like now I'm like, okay, well, how do I keep uh, got it. getting up? Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. it's more of just, do I keep focusing on? So you got one um, crew, right? Well, so I, I, for how I have it going, it's pretty much I have you break crews. them up. Yeah, I break them up into two and three. And everyone's an employee, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk foundation because I don't want you to grow unless the foundation's like strong, bro. Like, are they getting direct deposit? Um, no, but that's that's only because of the way that they have their banks at the moment. That I that's that's kind of like a thing with okay, them. Okay, so are you are you paying taxes on their behalf and all that stuff? Yeah. You got yeah. workers comp. Yeah. Okay. So you got all that, all the bases covered there yeah, structurally, all the, right? All the pain okay. in the ass. I would make yeah. it a, I would make it a, a freaking mandatory for them to get that bank situated. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just wasting your time grabbing checks and yeah, annoying, probably. So, so, yeah. all right. So let's talk about, let's put the next step. Like right now, you're essentially keeping four guys busy, right? Yeah. Uh, five. Yeah. Five. So typically, sometimes maybe you'll throw everyone together and then you'll break them up during the week. So you're probably doing about three. You're doing about three jobs a week. Yeah. So um, the last two or last two and a half weeks, uh, it's been or last three weeks, we've been doing four jobs a week. Uh, you know, this week we had um, two exteriors and then uh, two interior, like small. So it's kind of worrisome if you're doing four. So essentially, the it's looking kind of slim on the job sites, though, right? Um, what in terms uh, of the amount of people that are working on the jobs? Yes. Um, so, uh, like, what do you mean? Like, as far as looking, so slim, you have five, so you have, five, are you keeping sub crews busy or you're just working with your employees? Right just now? working with my employees. Okay. So you have five guys. You said you've done four jobs in a week. Yeah. Okay. So tell me what, tell me how the jobs are scheduled on Monday. Um, so basically, uh, this week, the way it worked was I had two guys on two exteriors. So, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was the first exterior. They're small, they're small houses. They're not. Okay. So Monday, good. Tuesday, and Wednesday, you had two exterior jobs for that duration of time, right? No, 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 no. Two guys on the, the first house for three days. Okay. And then the second house is being completed today and was started yesterday. Okay. So again, 
on Monday, there was a job that was from Monday to, to Wednesday, right? Correct. Okay. And on Monday, that job, how many people were on that job? Two. Two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the next, the next group of three, you said there's three more people, right? Yeah. What were they doing on Monday? If they so were on Monday, on they, they started an interior, which was just, uh, some, some repair work, some patching. And then, uh, and you put three much- guys on that. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like a whole ceiling in, in a, okay. In, and how many yeah. days were they on that one? Uh, that one was two days and then they two started days. another All one. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-uh, hold on. Okay. All right. So you put three there. Okay. So uh-huh. how much did you sell the first exterior for? Uh, that was about 3,200, 3,200. Okay. How much did you sell the interior job for the interior? The two-day interior job. Okay, so that one, that was the, like the repair thing. Um, so that one, eleven hundred for the. So that. I'm sorry. Let me bring it up. Oh yeah, so that one was eleven hundred. That was eleven hundred. Okay. All right. So now we have the two guys on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They finished. What did they do yesterday and today? So they started the interior or the exterior that was actually right next door to the first exterior. Nice. And, and so that one, um, it's another same size house, the same like setup. How much did you sell it? Oh, three, uh, that one was 3000 flat. 3000 flat. And that's going to, are they going to finish that on Monday or are they going to finish it today? No, it should be done today. If worst case, a couple hours tomorrow, but yeah. All right, cool. And then what did the three guys do Wednesday? Um, so the three got started Wednesday and completing today is the full ceiling. Okay. And then that one was, uh, 3,500. It was a, 3, kind of like a complete replacement. Got it. Okay. So you're running two crews pretty much, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, what I want to do is I just want to see what you're generating per week. Okay. And then, okay. So right now you're generating about 10, eight per week. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's really good. You know, especially for five guys, great job on your scheduling, phenomenal job on blocking out the times that Monday, Tuesday for 1100 actually wasn't that good. You know, I, I I assume, and you probably know that, right? Yeah, it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of just maybe like a filler job. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so let's talk about detail. I don't need to know their names. Just like the two guys. What is the hourly pay? Uh, so the two guys, uh, it's 20, uh, 20 and 1675. Okay. All right. And then what is the, uh, three guys pay? So it's, uh, 25, 18 and 15. Okay. So you're 20. What's what's his story? Because I know the twenty five guys like your right hand guy. So what is the twenty guy? What's he? What's his story? So the twenty guy, he was the guy who was working under me for a while. He's okay. not as experienced, but he's had he has like kind of a, he's gotten a good grasp on things, and he's been kind of like taking a lot more responsibility. So he's kind of working his way quickly up the totem pole of, you know, the the pay rate. Got um, it. Got it. But yeah. Okay. So, um, so essentially what I look at here and I'm just trying to get to the gritty so you can know. Okay. So first of all, yeah. that $1,100 job, I would have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have taken it. 
you know, because and if you have the luxury eventually to do this, I just want you to start thinking in that direction. Right. Yeah. You 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 can't take those like because that took away two days of production time that could be spent finding another small exterior or a small interior, but knowing what your minimums are, because uh-huh. those two guys generated sixty two hundred. Okay, and the three guys, and I'm gonna just do some quick math here. So they did. Uh, 1100 and I know this doesn't happen every week, but I, I'm, I'm getting somewhere with this. So it'd be 4,600. Okay. So three guys generate 4,600, two guys generate 6,200. Okay. And, and that is simply because that two day slot, maybe just a filler job. I understand that not a problem, but what I'm looking at right now is I'm, I really believe that you can easily afford help with those two guys. Cause what happens with a lot of contractors, they get comfortable right now. You're loving it. These two guys are pumping out jobs. The, the freaking hourly rate on these guys is peanuts. I mean, you're talking $38 an hour before taxes really yeah. should equate to about 50. I'll just say 50 with workers comp and everything. You're talking $50 an hour. You need to be finding a third person for that two man crew today. You know why? Yeah. Here's why. Here's why. Number one, Think about, think about this Monday morning, those guys get up. Okay. They rested all weekend. They get up, ready to go to work. Okay. Monday and Tuesday. Okay. And Wednesday, they bang out this exterior job for you. Okay. Phenomenal. All right. Probably was one of the best jobs they've done. 3,200. Great job. Okay. The next day they have to do it again. Now that same level of energy depreciates from Monday to Thursday to Friday. So, Uh You've got to know that and you've got to understand that, yes, right now it's super profitable, but it doesn't need to be that profitable because what you're wagering is their energy. You're wagering the morale. Okay. And yes, you might have a good relationship with these guys. They might seem happy on the surface, but we, we want to, we want to avoid it before it arises. And what you are also limiting is right now you have a partnership developing between the two. Okay. You have a partnership developing. We don't want partnerships. We want team. Team is three and above. And what (laughs) happens with team is then you give permission to your 20 guy to be the leader. With one other guy, there's really no leadership. There's not like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, it's like, hey, bro, I'm going to go to the gas station. All right, man. You know, as opposed to, uh, hey, do you think uh, we should ask Joe if if it's okay if we take lunch? You know what I'm saying? It's just a, a different dynamic. And, right. and in order to scale, you've got to, you've got to step back and be like, okay, really profitable the guys killing it, but how can I make them more effective? How can I keep them happier? How can I create a better team atmosphere? Two guys painting every single week on jobs, bro. Burnout's coming, dude. It's coming yeah. and you're going to get it. It's going to happen. You're either going to come to you and demand more money. Okay. Or they're going to come to you with frustration. I don't know if that's happened yet. Has that happened at all? Not yet, but yeah, I, I'm sure. Can I, you I can, feel I it? definitely see it. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you well, got to feel and it. That's, that's the thing, too, is I definitely, like, the the switch over for me to kind of, like, stepping off. Because when I was on the jobs, I was always, you know, and, and it's just like anyone, like, the boss is always going to care more than the employees about the business because it's your business. So, I, I would always be working late and trying to get stuff done. And, and I think they would feel obligated to stay later. And, you know, even though they're getting paid more, they're still just, they, they didn't want to be there. So that was my goal was to, to leave 
being there and, and making them feel like they had to take on the same responsibilities as me because I couldn't help it. So I, I've done what I can so far and can, will continue to um, just kind of like let them know like, hey, look, like don't burn yourself out. Like make do what you can in your day. Get, you know, this is it kind of give them a little time to to really understand like, you know, do good work, get it done in a reasonable amount of time and right. don't, but the, don't burn yeah, yourself out. I love that. And and I think I know you're heading in this direction. And as much as I want to talk about sales and I want to talk about all this stuff, you got to get your production straight Definitely. because production doesn't matter. I mean, sales don't matter without solid production. You could be yeah. the best salesperson, bro, that there is. But if the production is burnt out, if it's tired, if it's not optimum, then forget it. And where I'm looking at right now is that just based off of these numbers, you know, and again, maybe you didn't do this deep of math or digging into it. I'm just trying to just, I'm just pulling this random example. I'm not saying yeah. this is how you do it every week. Uh -huh. I'm just saying that you've got guys that, you know, you're paying way more, both there's, you know, your, your lowest paid guy is almost getting paid as much as the guy who's working alongside of the people, the, the two man crew, and they're generating almost $2,400 more a week. So it's like, you just have to be able to balance that production. So I would think step one is getting a helper alongside that two man crew and then going up to that guy who's running these jobs. And I don't know how long he's been, how long has he been at $20 an hour? Uh, it's been like two and a half months right now. Two and a half months. So, okay. Yeah. So give him a little more time, but I think, you know, I think obviously with that sort of level of production, man, what we want to do is we want to make sure that these people feel valued. And they yeah. also feel like they got your support, bro. And that's all that I'm saying. So I know you grasp that concept. Do you think uh -huh. that's something that you could do is get it, get them a helper? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep that team of three and just see what that dynamic looks like. And you should be crunching these numbers like this and you should identify, okay, if I'm trying to, and, and treat them like two separate businesses, that's how you got to do it. Because ultimately that's what you're doing. You're the sales company right now. You're the marketing agency. And what you're doing is you're sending leads to this production agency, and then you're going and overseeing the production. So right now you're wearing a lot of hats in a small level, but when you break it up like that, it makes sense. You know, right now yeah. I would say team a who hit this $6,200 mark is outperforming team B and team B's labor costs are way higher. And you might even want to dive into what that material cost is like. And you might say, holy crap, I didn't really make any money with team B and team A is covering for that. Imagine if they were both optimized, you'd be hitting a different threshold in terms of sales. Yeah, okay? definitely. Okay. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where I want to go with that. But in terms of staying busy, what right now is your marketing um, strategy? Like, what are you doing to get business? Um, Google ads and, and Facebook. It's just, um, uh, so, I mean, for the most part, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone's favorite word of mouth, uh, but yeah, the mark, uh, marketing wise, Facebook. How many estimates the, are you doing in a week? Uh, five to 10. Just five depends to 10? On, okay. It depends on the time of the month. Like usually the beginning of the month is like really busy. And then, uh, then it starts to slow down like towards the end. How much are I you spending know. a month on marketing? Um, 300 on Facebook and, uh probably like 500 on google ads not enough dude you need to no. be comfortable spending 2500 to 3000 a month you've got to get comfortable with that it's instant roi i mean one yeah. job one job is going to cover that whole cost you know mm -hmm. like if i'm just talking about growth mindset you want to make sure that pipeline is freaking is full dude and i think 
you know, the thing about it is here's the problem with word of mouth. I'll tell you what the problem with word of mouth is because you land on $1,100 jobs like this. Yeah. You know, that's the reality of it. It was probably a referral. Um, actually, it was a, it was like a return customer that I did like from a while ago, but yeah. the, the initial job that I did for them too, was ridiculously underbid too. It was like a right. few years ago. And yeah, yeah. So. so all I'm saying is that when you have a, sh like, here's the thing about marketing. Okay. There's two ways to market. One way is a shotgun approach, dude. You can just put your name everywhere. If, if I put premium painting on a billboard, the marketplace would think that premium painting can come in and paint one bedroom or one bathroom or paint some trim in a house or a, a front door. Okay. That is what mm -hmm. they think. It's kind of like thinking that like, you know, you go to a, a, a I don't know, when uh, somebody doesn't understand cars, they go to a import, you know, mechanic and they want an oil change on their, on their Honda. It's like, they don't mm -hmm. do that stuff. You know, they might, yeah. but not, not unless you're, you know, right. doing some crazy, you know, but here's the thing. It's like, when you have dialed in strategic marketing, like target sniper marketing, where you know exactly what type of job types you're going to take, the number that you need to hit every day to remain profitable throughout the week, and you mm -hmm. also know the exact type of customer you want, I mean, it becomes easy. It starts with saying no, but it also starts with having confidence. Like, for example, um, I use Angie. A lot of people, it's, it's HomeAdvisor now, okay? Yeah. I use Angie. Again, I always say, I always after I say that I go, Oh, a lot of people say it's not good. Cause it's true. Everyone thinks that they're just the biggest scam, but they've been in business for 15 years. So, well, actually it's, it's funny that you bring that up because I was actually curious on that because, um, I, I get the calls all the time and everybody does, and, but everybody also says like, you know, yeah, the same thing. Like, that's yeah, horrible. It's a waste of time. Don't, don't buy leads. But then I'm like, well, if no one's buying the leads, then somebody's got to get the work, right? Yeah. I was like, then there's got to be there. I was like, it's so what's the, it's what's there, bro. Yeah. I mean, this week I got 10 leads from Angie. My, I, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, for me, it's like, I'm not, I don't get emotional about this stuff. Like people, people who aren't trained in sales and marketing, um, will get a lead. The lead won't answer the phone and then that's it, you know, mm -hmm. but I have, that's part of the reason why I built drip jobs was to send follow-ups to new leads. That was like a big part of it because I know that that's how you convert people who are emotionally charged when they put in that information. And you got to understand, they probably think it through and like, I don't know if I want random people coming to my house or I don't yeah. know if I want to spend the money. And it's like, okay, well, I need to send you a text message and an email over a span of period of time. And then mm -hmm. every morning, what do I do? I go look at my list of new leads and I make calls real quick for about 20, 30 minutes. And I just try to convert them to appointments. And it's like, mm -hmm. if you're not doing that, course you're not going to get success there's no way i mean you're going to fail i mean that's just how it is so you got to understand but that's with any leads it's like you know the reason why no one's mad at facebook is because usually the contractors are doing it themselves they're not going to call themselves out you know yeah. just mad, you know so but here's <laughs> right. the thing this is where i want to get at with you is that you should you should you should do all three you should do you know angie leads why i like them is because you can dial the exact type of jobs you want if you only want to take full interiors you tell them i only want people that put in that they have five or more bedrooms that they want done okay and mm -hmm. that's what you're going to get if you only want exteriors well there you go you just put in that you want exterior that's it and that's all you're going to get and if it's anything outside of those parameters you get the money back you call them and, they, and tell them you know so it's like that's that's what i mean by being able to dial in your marketing with facebook are you you're not doing cabinets are you uh, yeah, I am. You are Facebook. The only thing that you should be advertising on Facebook is cabinets. That's it. 
you know, if you want to get ROI, you should be advertising cabinets. So, you know, Hey, when I put out Facebook, all I'm trying to generate is cabinet leads. Cause that's yeah. just, the, that's what you're going to get. There's dude, you can get stupid leads on, on Facebook for cabinets. And then Google, the problem with Google ads is that, you know, again, you're getting that shotgun approach of like what people come in for, you know, again, the keyword should be exterior painter, interior painter, people that are looking for those sorts of services and being able to dial it in. You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of what you need to do, but you got to have the budget, man. You got to spend the money, Yeah. you know, for your volume, dude, you're doing 45, 50 grand a month. You know, you should be spending at least 5% of that. You know, yeah. that's 20, that's 2,500 bucks. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. So in terms of your sales process, do you see that? Uh, I mean, is it, are you pretty refined when it comes to sales or do you feel like, you know, you need um, to yeah, I mean, I guess like, I guess I could always like find areas where like, obviously, you know, you can always improve and do better, but yeah, I'm definitely, I, I think, I think I'm doing better, uh, you know, closing jobs and, and I've done a lot more, especially like after listening to like a lot of the, you know, your, your episodes on the podcast, like just, and even on the Facebook group, like everything, like I've, I've taken a lot and I've learned a lot. Um, I think I'm doing good. I'm closing a lot of the jobs I have. Some of them, I, I, I think. How are you I, pricing I, your jobs? Let's start there. So like, if you could, if you come to my house and I tell you, I want my exterior painted, how are you pricing it? Uh, so pretty much I'll, I'll do like a square footage, like a, like a, of the actual like layout of the house. Like I'll do okay. that, like wall space. Um, I do like, like, like a dollar 65, a dollar 75. Where'd that uh, come from? Uh, it just kind of, so basically I'll do that and it'll give me like a number. And then that's kind of where I go back and I, and I take that number and I pretty much will, uh, like start subtracting, like what costs are going to be, what labor is going to be, what, you know, overhead is going to be. And then, uh, and then usually it gives me kind of like an end number that I should be able to make off that job. And it usually works out for me in the majority of the houses that I paint in, uh, here in Tucson and Sawarita that where I live, there's a lot of, you know, the same style houses. They're, they're all pretty standard. Right. Um, so, so, so it, my, my question is when you go in there, do you know what your profit margin is going to be? If you sell the job for that price, like, do you actually have a, a marginal percentage in your mind of like, Hey, I, I shoot for it, 50, you shoot for 50 every, okay. every time I shoot. For are 50. you pricing so, the job in person? Or are you doing it when you go home? Uh, it depends. Uh, 99% of the time now, I just kind of do it later when I get home just because I don't, I I always end up making a mistake. And then I hate that. I, you know, I obviously I don't want to go back on what I say. So I I want to sit there and go through it a couple of times just to make sure I'm not going to blow it on it, especially because I am shooting for 50%. Like I know a lot of people, Yeah. they, they say they're only one to sell. Like like, is one of your like main things. Like I want to sell more jobs because you know, if you sell more, you spend less on marketing. Cause you don't have to get as many opportunities. And I think that you being just graduating into this sales role, first of all, you've got to create the, you got to trailblaze the path kind of like how you did when you painted, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you trailblazed it, bro. I mean, you went in, you, you know how to paint, you know what to do so you could teach it. And now when it comes to sales, there's going to be a time where you graduate from sales. And yeah. the question you should ask yourself is, is when I'm doing what I want to teach. And from my perspective, the answer to that is no. I think you're kind of not, you don't have the luxury to go home. 
and, right. and do these things because you're eliminating. And I, I don't know if you've heard me use this analogy, but car sales, you know, if you're, if you have somebody sitting in a car and they're excited about it and the emotional intensity is at like peak state, they got the music on windows down on the test drive, they're, they're experiencing it. You walk them into the dealership and you deliver them a price. You don't, you don't send them home. Right. And I think, I think you're going to get a lot more results by doing it in person. When it comes to this pricing, though, pricing should take you 10 minutes. Right. And, and do you use my calculator that I have or no? No, I don't. Um, I actually just saw the other day that that it was on there. Yeah. Well, do you want me to walk you through real quick? Two minutes. Yeah, how to yeah. do it? Yeah. yeah. All right. So sure. so look, I'm going to I can I'm going to price out a job right now with your scenario. OK, I don't I'm not going to use the calculator. I'm just going to blitz through it real quick. So so let's talk about your team of two. OK, you got a team of two. We said they're fifty dollars. OK, they're fifty dollars mm -hmm. an hour. OK, if they work for the whole day. OK, that's four hundred bucks a day. Right. Mm -hmm. OK, so that means on a three day job. OK, they're going to be at twelve hundred bucks. OK, and I'm assuming that that includes all the costs that, that that's with an employee. OK. If the house that we're painting is, let's say, 2,000 square foot, we're just doing walls, trim, and doors, how, much gallon, how many gallons do you think we're going to put on that house? Uh, wait, my bad. What, what was the question? 2,000 square feet, walls, okay. trim, and doors, stucco, how many gallons? Um, probably like 20 to... 20. Yeah. 20, yeah. Don't overthink it. Just 20. Yeah. All right, so... That's it. So right there in the last 15 seconds, I know my total costs already. You know what the cost for this job is? $2,200. Okay. Now this is assuming this is a 2000 square foot house using 20 gallons. I know the one that you did wasn't how many gallons did you, did you wind up using on that Monday through Wednesday job? Um, it was, it was only 10, like eight, eight gallons. Yeah. yeah eight. It was less than okay. 10. It was a, yeah. yeah small. All right. So let's use that. So eight, and then I'm going to say $50 a gallon just to balance it out. So 400 mm -hmm. bucks, right? So the total cost on that job, 1800 bucks. Okay. You mm -hmm. landed at 3,200. Okay. 3,600 would have been 50%. You landed at 3,200. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you undersold your goal. All right. But that's okay. Yeah. With that crew doing what they're doing, we overestimate a little bit on paint. You're probably right at about 43, 45%. Great job. Okay. No mm -hmm. problem. But where I'm getting at is, let's go back to my example of a 2,000 square foot house. You're looking at a house. First thing you need to identify, number one, who am I putting on this job? Okay. And how capable are they to do it in this, X, in this time frame that I give them? With three guys on a 2,000 square foot house, I mean, three days is, is a lot of time, but they, you know, that's, that's enough time to where no one's stressing out. Okay. So yeah. let's just assume that you know, the total labor cost is $2,000. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this is just you calculating the cost ahead of time. So what you were doing before is you were coming up with a price and then going back and doing the cost. I come up with the cost and then base the price off of the cost. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's going to save you a lot of time. So when you look at it, you say, okay, 2000 for labor and let's say a thousand for paint. Okay. That's $3,000 right there. Okay. 50% is six grand. Okay. Then you should go in there with the mindset. Okay. I'm going to go in there and present it at 59.50. Okay. Always do that. Always. If it's yeah, six, slightly, you always slowly, slightly. Yeah, just slightly, dude, huge advantage. Okay. Um, that's it. That's at what you call 50%. Okay. And then what you need to know is what's the price at 
45%. And that might be 54.50. What's the price at 40%? That might be 49.50. Listen, 40% on anything is a phenomenal net profit, bro. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying is that when you go in there, you should have three prices. You shouldn't just have one. If you have one price, then you're essentially not giving yourself an opportunity to really sell. What you're doing mm -hmm. is, is that you're just saying, hey, this is the price. This is what it is. When we both know everything's negotiable because you know if they call you back in two weeks and they say, hey, listen, uh, Gage, all we can do is $49.50. Can you work with us? What are you going to say? Yeah, we're going to go for it. Yeah. Why waste the time, man? Yeah. Let's get it. Let's figure out what that budget is and let's get close. Okay. So yeah, you might start it maybe 55 and come down to 45. But the thing is, is you got to go in with three prices. That's what the calculator does. And that calculator okay. shows you what those three prices are. So dude, five minutes in the car. And then the rest is just selling. The mm -hmm. rest is going in and building value, talking about the team members, talking about the experience, offering the color consultation, walking them around. Dude, you can sell. I know you can, but it's just a matter of like, bro, you should not be leaving. Don't leave. Just try it for three weeks where you don't leave and you just do it there. Give them a price. When you present that price, silence. Don't talk. Let them marinate over it. And yeah, no, I there, think that's the hard part, too, is like saying it and then not like showing like that. You're like, like, how do you how you're does that buying. sound? Like, yeah. yeah, you can't be like you're buying. You're in other words, like when I was early on in this business, I didn't have much money. So when I would sell someone a $10,000 paint job, I was embodying what it would be like to buy that paint job. And I would convey that. I would be like, I would show them price and be like, all right, so what do you think? Like, you know, like all yeah. nervous and stuff. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta be polished. You gotta be confident in your pricing because you know that mm -hmm. the value's there. And if you're just silent, you're gonna get a response. And that, is, that response 99% of the time is gonna be an honest one. Either, okay, well, we gotta think about it, which they probably would do. Number two, okay, well, we're going to get a couple more quotes and we'll get back to you. Number three, ooh, this is a lot more than I thought it would be. Uh, mm -hmm. have, you heard, have you heard those three before? Yeah, exactly. Those are, yeah. Those are the three. So if we know what the offense is, which is those three, okay, we got to have defense. Like if you know what your mm -hmm. opponent's going to do, do you ever play football, Madden, anything? Yeah, but yeah. Come on, bro. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if they ran three plays, we're not, no one's out there trying to stop them. They're just like, okay, well, you could just go score a touchdown and I don't get the job, you know, yeah, but I exactly. got, I got defense for every play. I mean, it didn't take me long. It's just having three different answers. Yeah. Tell me that, tell me my price is too high. Oh, oof, that price is too high. Oh, wow. Hey, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Have you ever hired a painting contractor before? Well, and, and then that, I feel like is where Answer the they, question, Gage. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Uh, well, which, which way do you want me to go with it? You pick. It doesn't matter. I got defense, bro. Yeah, yeah, I have. Oh, you have? Tell me a little bit about that experience. Uh, it was uh, it was a lot cheaper than this. Yeah? Okay. Well, what, what were some things that you, you loved about the experience? I guess, yeah, I guess it never goes See, that and way. It's like, but here's the thing. And this is why I'm putting, I'm not, you know, obviously you're just coming up with answers, but if it was a real person giving us a yeah. real response, here's the thing. What I want to know is who am I being compared to? I want to know right. where you, why you think that it's, it's too low. So what I'm asking you really, I want to know is chances are you're comparing me to another experience. If you think it's too high or you're comparing me to what your neighbor said they paid. Right. 
And if I actually come to the table with all of my resources that are designed to give you a phenomenal experience, there's no way that you can't not justify my pricing. So I have to just at least show you why I'm different. So in other words, some people will say, well, Tanner, I had my house painted five years ago and it was half this price. And I say, oh, okay, well, can I ask you a question? You know, what was, what was that experience like? Oh, well, I had one guy come and he, you know, and how long did it take? Oh, he was here for two weeks. Well, let me explain something to you. One thing about us is we bring three guys to every job. Is that something that's important to you is getting it done in a timely fashion, you know, and, 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 and being able to answer that. Now tell me, tell me you have to think about it because that one right there, when they tell you the price is too high, okay, you have to be able to continue the conversation. That's what we're doing. And then mm-hmm. when somebody tells you they have to think about it, tell me you got to think about it real quick. Uh, I got to think about it. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Typically when my customers tell me that it usually has to do with the fact that maybe you had a budget in mind. Would you, would you mind sharing with me what that budget was? Uh, 3,000, 3,000. And let's say I'm at 5,000. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've got, I, I no longer have to sell a $5,000 job. What do I got to sell? a $2,000 job. I got to sell the difference between what their budget is and what my price is. Right. Okay. So when you have that mindset, it's like, and usually the gap isn't going to be that high. Usually yeah. if it's a $10,000 job, they might say, Oh, we want it to be closer to 8,000. Okay. I say, great. So in that, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I already know my lowest margin was seven or was, was 8,500. So uh-huh. at the very least, I just got to get to 8,500. I got to justify 500 more dollars than what their budget was. And I'm still selling a job. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Definitely. so that's why it's important to hang in there and ask those questions, bro. Because it's like, you know, that's just, that's just the nature of it. Nobody wants to get more estimates. If you're a good guy and you got a good team, you know, they'll, they'll come for you. So, yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, man, I think, uh, you know, we covered, we covered a lot. I hope, was that helpful for you? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. That, that I think the, the, the problem with the, a lot of, you know, selling the jobs and stuff is I kind of just leave it up to that. And, and it, uh, it kind of just ends there where it's like, oh, well here, here's the price, like in an email. And then maybe I'll call and email them back. But I think that's where I need to really let me wrap it up it. with this. Let me wrap it up with this. What's your competition like around there? Would you say that people operate with the same integrity as you do? Uh, nah, there, there's just like anywhere, you know, there's a hundred different painting companies, but okay. there's, a. I think in my area and like where I'm targeting, I, I think I'm pretty high up in the, do you feel you know, like that? Like if somebody had an issue with something on the job, how quick would it take you to get to their house? I'm 30 Instant, minutes I'd get 30 there. minutes yeah. and if someone was really unhappy with something how easy is it for you to give their money back apologize maybe give them a gift card yeah no no easy, problem right no. easy right okay so the mindset needs to be this okay and and my last question is like do you really care about your customers like well-being like do you really want them to get a phenomenal experience yeah of course and yeah. do you know that there's other people out there that don't care as much <laughs> as you do yeah yeah definitely right So when you're Uh building that relationship with people, right. And you're in their house and they're excited and they're looking around and they want that space to be changed. They tell you some things that are important. You know, that like, no one is going to care as much as you guess what, bro, someone's going to sell the job. And the way that my mindset works is this. I'm a lifeboat. 
That's yeah. it. You either hop in this lifeboat and I save you from the sharks. Okay. Or you risk swimming alone, but this lifeboat is going to go if you don't jump into it. And that's yeah. the mindset. It's like, I'm here to save you as much as I'm here to sell this job. All that's great. I can sell a job to somebody else. That's no problem, but I really do care. And when you're sitting in there working with them on that price and negotiating, you're just conveying, you really want the job, bro. So mm -hmm. my challenge to you, man, going forward three weeks, try it, do them in person, get the calculator, price your jobs out, come up with the margins, you okay. know, done deal. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, definitely. Sounds good. I, I definitely, uh, I'm going to give that a shot and you know, Started and then today. make, make the hire, man, get that, get that third guy on that, on that. Crew. Yeah. I really, I, I want to, I mean, ideally as far as like, like crew size go goes, um, I would like to have, you know, two crews of four even, and just like, really oh, yeah. start. no, I, start. yeah, we're not there yet. I was, I, I definitely want you to get that, that, that four, four member crew is a machine, man. Cause yeah. you could do, you could do both of those exteriors. Those guys were doing, you could do those in four days. Cause mm -hmm. to crew for it, then you, you open up Friday for a one day job. So you can yeah. probably hit about eight grand to 8,500 in a week, you yeah. know, depending. So no, that opens up the door. So definitely. Okay. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you, bro. And what I'll do, I know, do you have my sales course? Uh, no, I don't. I'm going to give it to you. I'll send you a link. You can have it for free. Um, oh, it teaches you how to use the calculator and stuff. So you can start. Using oh, perfect. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, bro. All right. Good chat, good, man. With you, man. Thanks so much. Yeah. Gage. I'll catch up I appreciate with you it, man. Hey, you know it, bro. See ya. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.